Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicle Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me all the way from the land of the East Bridgewater is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Hey, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Ah, I hope you're doing okay. Uh, Why shouldn't I'm good. <laughs> what? Why shouldn't we be? Why shouldn't we be? I yeah. don't know. There no you reason. go. No so reason. Mm. I don't know. I just threatened to spray Van Helsing with droplets. How yeah. bad a threat is that? <laughs> That's no threat at all because I have Van Helsing special spray. kills everything. And That's true. repels everything. They have nothing to worry about. Yeah. You anyway. Know, you should be selling a lot of that stuff right now. I bet it would kill anything. <laughs> it will. Anyway, uh, I want to give a shout out to. Oh, crap, I can't remember his name now. Oh, right. come on. A uh, new listener in Germany who uh, listened to the show on haunted ships and uh, enjoyed it very much. So, uh, And I also want to give out. Uh, another shout to the other guy I can't remember. Someone else's from, name you can't remember? <laughs> from uh, Military X-Files, who a show I was on last night. And oh, my God. You listened to the show since the beginning, so thank you well, very much for that. God and bless him, and you can't remember his name. That's a fine thing. I can't name. remember you. anybody's name. You're lucky I remember yours. I know. On any given day, I know you don't. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. See you later, Tom. Yep. Oh, no, I thought you were. <laughs> so, anyways, we do have a guest, as you can hear. Uh, she is the uh, proprietor of the Black Swan Inn, and she is Patty, and I'll never be able to say your last name. So, there you go. Come on, Bacillier. Patty. Bacillier. <laughs> Again? Bacillier. Bacillier? Yep, Bacillier. Oh, it is it. All right, there you go. It's not that hard. Uh, well, everything's hard for me, dear. Yeah, I know it is. Hi, Patty. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for being on, even though Ron can't pronounce your last name. But yes, it, is, it is true. I, he cannot pronounce anybody's name or remember anybody's name. So I got her first name right, so don't Well, on. that's something. That's <laughs> something. Anyways, uh, Patty, you own the Black Swan Inn, which I've had the pleasure of visiting, and it's a really cool place. Uh, why don't you, first of all, tell us uh, where it's located and, and how people can get in touch with you? Yeah, it's located at 354 West Main Street in Tilton, New Hampshire, right in the part of the Lakes region, and they can reach us on our website at www blackswanin.net Awesome. And how long have you uh, owned the Black Swan? Uh, John and I have owned it since March of 2013. Is there a cow there? <laughs> We're in the car. 
Moo. Sounded like a cow. I'm sorry. A cow. That's. I want to get a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. About, you have a farm? No. <laughs> I thought it was ghost cow. What do I know? <laughs> oh my God. That's. Funny. You know. Wait a minute. Speaking about cows, do you know why they don't kill cows in India? They're sacred. In India. Well, yeah. They're sacred. Yeah. yeah, but why are they sacred? That I don't know. I think they're like a symbol of fertility or something like that. You no, know, how know. about they're actually reincarnated people? Oh. oh I don't want to come back as a cow. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> what you do. I mean, you, yeah, you go, you come back as a cow. That's the, you know, that's the best. Wow. I'm in <laughs> heaven. <laughs> Why would cow. you suddenly randomly... Okay, never mind. Just move because on. we mentioned the cow. That's it's right. Okay. Logical fault. <laughs> All right. I, okay. Anyways, black swan, another <laughs> animal. <laughs> so, do you know the history of the black swan? In? Um. I, yeah, it was. Oh, who are you asking me? Yeah, well, I'm not going to ask Anne. That's for I, sure. I don't know. It's kind oh, of well, I know you guys have been there, so I just figured you knew the history. <laughs> um. So it was built in 1880 by Selwyn Bancroft Peabody. And he actually built it for his family. And he ran actually the textile mill, um, which was located shortly, uh, just a little bit down from the property. And it was a textile mill. Oh, wow. And how long was it in their family? Um... Well, after he passed away, his daughter Isabella, when she married Arthur Brown, who was a telegraph operator at the Boston and Railroad, Boston and Main Railroad Station, which is right down from the inn, um, they had it, and it was a private home until 19... John? Oh, I'm here too, hi. <laughs> hey. Oh, hi, John, how are you? Hi. Hey. How are you doing? Uh, it was a private residence until 1986. Oh, okay. But it was probably in the Peabody Brown family until 19... Probably 1958. And then uh, eventually you guys purchased it when? In 2013, and it had been a bed and breakfast since 1986. Oh, okay. So it's, it has been a bed and breakfast for... So we are the third owners as a bed and breakfast which unfortunately is not currently open due to right. our governor's mm-hmm. state of emergency, what do you want to call it. But it will be soon, I'm sure. We hope so. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when you purchased it, were, did you, were you aware of any stories about the end itself? Yeah, actually, um, the reason we actually... Um, found out about the Black Swan Inn is we had heard the lady that had owned it, um, Cheryl Ollie, she purchased that in 2001. Um, she was trying to get people to come investigate it because of its uh, paranormal activity. And because at the time we belonged to Sauhegan Paranormal, um, mm-hmm. we actually were interested in investigating to see what we could find. And did you find anything? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, 
it's, would you um, like to explain it's, it? It's, <laughs> I, I would say I would say it's not active, but there's mm-hmm. definitely uh, entity, entities there, spirits there, and I believe it's it's uh, mostly the family, the family okay. that live there. So, so we've actually had um, quite a few events there in the past. I know you had come up one other time with um, and did an event with Leslie Martin. Um, yes. And then Anne. we've had Anne. and Anne, yes, and then we had um Karen Tatro. Um yep. she did a couple of she's done a few events there. And then Cece, uh, which is Caldrosa uh, Ona. Is that her new name? Oh, yeah. yeah, the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. paranormal. Yeah. yeah. So it's yep. done with uh, Bruce Bruce Tango. She brought Bruce Tango there. Uh, mm-hmm. who else? And, and Karen brought uh a- Amy Bruni. Uh, one of the last events. Brian Cano. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Brian, Brian, I'm sorry. I'm not going to keep my mouth closed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I watch him on a show uh, once in a while when I'm flipping through the channel sometimes and I see him on there and he cracks me up sometimes, but that's that's all right. Uh, right back to the, the end. Um the so when you did your first investigation, you said uh, you, you found stuff. What what type of stuff did you find? I mean, that they made you um, believe it was haunted. Well, well, I would say we <clears throat> we uh, did um, record a lot of EVPs, uh-huh. and we also on a video camera um, caught. Um, it was quite an active orb. I would say we were set up in the library with the, I mean, the music room where the piano is and the camera was facing the piano and I can't imagine it was some, you know, dust, but it actually came right around the corner and came right straight to the camera. But we've also, um, over the years, we've we've heard disembodied voices. Um, I know um, I've actually been physically touched before. Um, and we've actually had guests that have shared some experiences because we don't advertise it as as um, having spirits, but we've had people come to us and say, you know, you have a lot of uh, entities or spirits here. Um, oh, wow. And they can sense things. Do you, do you have a, uh, a logbook where people can write their, their, their um, uh, thoughts about the state? A lot of uh, I know B and Bs do have that. They have like a little uh, diary that people come in and they um, can write we comments did, on it. There were there were a few rooms that had like diary, you know, like people could write things in and not specifically uh-huh. experiences. Um, right. But we don't currently have them in the room. I mean, there may be one room, but the thing is, is we also we don't want to scare people away. Um, right. That's the thing. Yeah, fair, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But if someone you run is, a, you know, we, you run a, we've had people come sorry, to us run, that have, have looked it up and saw that it's hot or has been activity. So. Yeah. I mean, you run other events there, too. Like, uh, I know you've done uh, um, Downton Abbey uh, teas and stuff, mm-hmm. picnics and things. Yes, we've had actually quite a few non-paranormal events. Um, back in 2016, we mm-hmm. held our first Downton Abbey garden party. Um, yeah. We've had the Greater Bossage Benches Society come up, and they've held um, two different uh, winter wonderland um, vintage weekends. Forties themed events. Forties themed events. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, we did 
quite a few Renaissance festivals. We haven't held one in two years because the attendance was down. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking of doing, because we're currently not open, because we have three acres of beautiful ground on the river, is actually um, where people can actually um, purchase um, or come in and get a picnic basket made. Not purchase it, but uh, pay to have a picnic basket, and they can pick up that and, and a blanket, picnic blanket, and go somewhere on the grounds and have a picnic lunch. Oh, that's a nice idea. That's That's really nice. Yeah. It's so beautiful there. The grounds are gorgeous. Yeah. And another thing we want to do until we can reopen, and and, because we still have had a lot of cancellations, you know, even in the anticipation of opening, um, is actually in the gardens doing, um, you know, like an afternoon, you know, paint thing, you know, not, you know, like people go out and, you know, to places and, you know, a a paint night and maybe do a, you know, a, a dusk painting for adults with wine and cheese, maybe, and then for kids, maybe something more during the day where kids can, you know, be set up and just go go, go nuts with painting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm, so we I'm don't really focus on the, the really on the paranormal. <laughs> right. I'm trying to find the pictures of our visit there, and for some reason it's not coming up in our photos. I have no idea why. <laughs> oh, I've I've got like a hundred pictures of of yeah. that. Yes. Like they come up on my timeline. We we had the greatest weekend there. We had a weekend of spirit, and uh, it was just uh, it's just a beautiful place, and uh, very there's a lot of um, what's the word I'm searching for? I don't I don't know. It's there's uh, a lot of atmosphere there. Like you definitely feel feel things there, you know? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we had... Uh, yeah, we had uh, a, a table tipping uh, uh, one evening. We did table tipping, and that went very well. Oh, I yeah. had a great time with that, and the, the tiny tables, the little, the little candle tables. And, uh, oh, let me ask you this. Uh, do you allow Ouija boards into the uh, end? Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've actually used them um, before. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have a site, and uh, she likes to use the boards. She's scary as people make them out to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what I, she typically would do too is she'll ask her guide, her spirits guide, to kind of like protect her, protect the board, you know, too, mm-hmm. to not let anything, anything negative in. come through. Right, and uh, yeah, yeah, we actually I had a discussion last night, last night on the radio on that because uh, we, I was talking about the Gulf Breeze Six, which all started with the Ouija board as well, and uh, uh, there was quite divide over. You know, some people believed on the radio show that believed that it was evil, that it was a portal, and and all this, and other people, uh, you know. Took the stance that it wasn't really that; it was just another device, even another game that was perfectly uh, harmless uh, at the time. When uh, after the First World War and, and the Great uh, Spanish Flu, when people wanted to connect with the ones that had passed, uh, the, the whole family would get together and do it. It was only Hollywood that really gave it the bad rap. Yeah. So. Do you still do uh, ghost investigating? 
Um, actually, we um, had not for a while, but mm -hmm. we do have a friend that we used to uh, uh, investigate with. He was part of the Southeastern Paranormal. He just bought one of those. Um, oh, those connects type cameras. Oh yeah. Give it yep. the yep. stick figures there. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, Sorry. So we we were at, we were asked to look into an apartment that uh, a friend of ours owns an apartment building and somebody had passed away in the mm -hmm. in the in the building and she wanted us to look and see if there was anything there so we went in there one night it was over the winter and we didn't long story short there was nothing there we didn't spend much time but that was the last time we really did any investigating not, we haven't investigated the inn for quite a while as far as a formal investigation. Ah, well, maybe we'll have to change that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Once we open. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Once that's uh, settled. Yeah, and things will settle down, I am sure of it. Uh, it's uh, We're seeing some changes now, so that's I'm sure it'll yeah. come, it's come around. But uh, it's been tough for all business owners, and I, mm -hmm. I really do feel bad for you as, for, for that as well. Um, so, in the end itself, you said you hear disinvoid, uh, disinvolved voices at times. Disavowed, well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be disavowed. I don't know. <laughs> uh, are they are they directed at you? Do you think, or, or are they? You are just hearing random conversation. Um. Well, the. The two times, well, there's been three times that I've personally have heard uh, in disembodied voice was one was um, Halloween of 2012 before we even ended up purchasing the inn. And um, we were having an open house, um, and the previous owner who still owned it was trying to uh, raise in some money and, and, and generate interest, you know, in, in giving it tours and stuff. And she wasn't around, and my husband and I were both dressed in Victorian clothing. And cool. before the um, first uh, person group was supposed to arrive, uh, we were back in the dining room, um, and you're familiar with that. And we, we had the door closed because we were just having pizza before everything got started, and the doorbell rang. And so I went to answer the door, and um, I just told them, I said, you know, please have a seat, and we'll be with you momentarily. And, and you were there about 15 minutes early, and... Um, I had signed them, had them sign the guest book, and um, I was putting it back uh, down on the stand in the hallway, and I heard my name, and I thought it was John because it said Trish, um, very clear. And uh, so I was kind of like, like, okay, I'm kind of busy. So I went back in the dining room, and I said, what, to him? And he goes, because we were with a friend. And he goes, what? And I said, you just said my name. And he goes, um, no, I didn't. So that was very clear because that was directed towards me. Because um, we had been there, we, even though we hadn't owned the end of the time, we had been there um, with Cheryl for a couple of months just helping her out with just different things. Um, so I would say that was definitely uh, more, it wasn't residual, you know, it was more direct. The other time was maybe a year into owning it. It was summertime and I was alone in the inn and the guests had left and, I was in the kitchen running the water in the in the kitchen sink, and I just all of a sudden, um, you know, the porch door was open, screen door, so I could hear the the road and everything. Um, but then I heard um, like a woman like 
singing like la 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 la. You know, and I know Isabella, um, that was her piano. She wasn't playing the piano, but I know she must like music. So um, that was the second time. And then maybe two years ago, mm. we've had interesting things. Um, we have a room on the third floor. Um, yeah. It's a little yeah. tiny alcove with our bed is when we stay there. It's got a window and a, you know, it's, 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 it's a small room. But um, mm-hmm. we have a TV in there. And I don't know if we shared this with you before, Ron. Maybe, I, maybe it might have happened after. The it last might have time happened we after. Yeah. But we were laying in bed, and all of a sudden, the um, the bed started kind of shaking a little bit, and then all huh. of a sudden, the TV huh. stand started shaking a little bit, and then the TV. And so, first thing we did was we went on social media because, of course, we said, well, maybe that was an earthquake because that house is built on granite, mm. so right. it takes a lot, obviously, to shake. And it wasn't even the house that was shaking. And then that was happening off and on for a few days because we were there because it was the summertime. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we had um, Eric Metzler and a few other people come. And the room below our room is where my massage therapy room is because I do massage therapy there. And we decided to – Eric wanted to record, and they wanted to do a table tipping session. And um, mm-hmm. so the reason why we had them come was – Right before that had happened, this was um, in the middle of the winter, real quick, we, we had two other guests in the house. Um, one was a Chinese family, and they spoke hardly any English. And then mm-hmm. the other was a couple. And I woke up because it was probably 2 or 3 in the morning, and I heard, um, like, a male clear his throat. And I knew it wasn't John because John was right next to me, and he was still sleeping. Right. And I... It was so clear that I thought somebody was out in the hallway down, you know, on the, the floor below us because there's a guest right. room right at the bottom right. of the staircase, the Arthur Brown room. And um, so I woke John up, and I said, someone, I, and it sounded like it was actually coming from my massage room, and someone shouldn't be there. So I said, well, someone's in my room. So he went down. Nobody, there was no doors open. No one was in the hallway because before he went to check it out, I heard very clearly someone say, a male say, Bill, I'm in the hallway. And that was the end of the conversation. And so that prompted us to do that table tipping session. And, of course, you know, with table tipping, you spell out, they spell out letters, right? Is that how you do it, Ron? Where it spells out letters? Yeah, Yeah, so what we started to do was asking who was, um, who was Bill, and it spelled out, um, it started to spell out W-I-L, and I said, William, I get, you know, and it said yes, and then it said the last name Kerrigan. Well, later on, in the, in the stables, in the carriage house, John had found a... I found a little note that said that it had said when they had received a horse. It was in the early 1900s, and it, yeah. it had, like, uh, we received the new horse today. It was this weighed this much this high it was so big and and um it was the date and it had his initials of wjk which we thought would be william carrigan um mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting <laughs> I, are you saying and carrigan yeah yeah don't Carrig- you remember that carrigan yeah. with, with a k with a k k-a yeah. or k-e k-e oh that's my name yeah that yeah, is interesting they did yeah. that they really? told us that, that we went there don't you yeah. remember that I, I well, completely it, it, forgot. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah. Well, what's interesting is um, we're thinking that William Carrington must have been the. the uh, he must have ran the stable for, for Arthur Brown. And we're wondering when I heard Bill I'm in the hallway, we're wondering if it was Arthur Brown talking to Bill, you know, William. Like maybe right. William came over because if someone had been, and we talked to the guests the next day and no one had been up, you know, um, and if someone was talking to someone on their cell phone, then we would have had them say, you know, okay, talk to you later. But, um, so that was, I would say, for a group of words, that was the most clear and most evident thing we heard of. An, of, of and it could, have been, it could have been very residual, you know. Wow. But, wow. That's amazing. But the, the yeah. bed shaking was an interesting thing because John, when it happened a few other times, John said, okay, stop, and it stopped. And then he goes, oh, start up again, and it started up again. So oh, well. We don't know huh. why. Sounds strange. And, and no other room has ever experienced that. Oh, that's it, it was it was a very odd thing because it wasn't like a <coughs> truck going down the, the the road. It was the bed and the television, and it was a very noticeable shake. It was strange because the whole it was almost like just that room was shaking. We never huh. got an explanation for it. I don't know. Who knows? Huh. That's, a, that's really intriguing. And uh, we're coming up yeah. to the break, so I do want to ask you a, a little bit more about that uh, particular room and, and the event uh, itself, but uh, we do have to uh, take a break right now. Anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Ann Kerrigan and Ron Kolick, and we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom. 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and of course the Gallant Messier Family Law Group on uh, 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. And you're listening live right here on Tochinet and Pararex Radio. Join us in the chat room if you have any questions, and we're glad to ask them for you on the air. Our special guests are Hoop, who in? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Thanks. Sir. Okay, so we have uh, Patty and Bob. John. 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 Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. We jumped in after the fact. <laughs> uh, from the Black Swan Inn in Tilton, New Hampshire. Okay, we'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing. 
although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he is a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guests this evening, Patty and John Basilier of the Haunted Black Swan Inn. There you go. I got it all right this time. Better than I would have done. <laughs> Sorry about that, John. I didn't mean to mess up your name. That's not a problem. Patty just stepped away from the phone for a couple of minutes, uh, but I'm still here. Okay. okay. So the question I had before the break, and, and we're talking about where you sleep there, uh, and I know you stayed there, I believe, when we were there, too, is do yeah. you know what that room was uh, originally? You know, I don't. I uh, I asked, uh, there was a family that had owned it right after Arthur Brown. It was the Robinson family. He was a doctor, mm-hmm. and he bought it after Arthur Brown's death around 1959, and uh I've, uh, he had nine children, and some of them are still in the area, and we're friendly with a, a bunch of them. And uh, they've told me that they don't know what that room was. They used to play oh. in it. And it oh, okay. It's kind of an odd little room off to the one side. Right. And Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it was storage, or they said they played in it. but um, It's kind of a cool place. Don't you have to go, like, up a ladder or, so, or a little stairs or something? Well, there's a spiral staircase in the That's closet. That's a yeah, spiral staircase. I knew it was something. Yeah, I knew it was. It goes regular. up to that room, and yeah. the reason it does is the last owner had to put that in for insurance purposes because they needed a, a second form of egress from uh, the second yeah. floor. Yep. So it comes through our room. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was a cool room. I remember we uh, were in there for a little while. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. 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 Yeah, you had told us about that. Actually, it, that occurred before we were there, that uh, shaking, because I remember that was uh, uh, Oh, one did of we tell you that? Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. I believe. I believe. I could be wrong because I'm old. No, it, ha- uh, it happened three or four times. It's happened three or four times. Okay. But it, not lately. I mean, we haven't been there for a little bit, obviously, but uh, it's mm. been kind of quiet. Right. Hmm. That, I, now, just, doing- I, I had a great time that weekend that we were there and I stayed in the Henry Ford room <laughs> on the and, third uh, floor yeah I I just have to to comment in in that the the only real like really kind of wacky thing that happened to me that weekend was I remember waking up like in the early morning hours because I thought there was a very large portly man standing next to my bed. And, uh, I, I like saw him for like a nanosecond Hmm. long enough to know that he was a large portly man. And then he was, then he was gone. And and that was really, really weird. Cause I just, 
I don't usually have stuff happen to me. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, but that, that was, I was like, huh, well, that was different. That, and I think I went back to sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> Now, did, did you notice anything there? Um, did you feel any, sense anything when you were there? I really, Any in, that, in that room or in the inn itself? In, in the inn itself, especially more in the, the, the first floor, we think that we think the, the office, which is, well, it was Arthur Brown's office, now our library, we think mm-hmm. that he spends time there, and then we think that the original builder, Selwyn Peabody, spends time where the piano is, because that's the original oh. part of the house. Yeah, we had no, some kind of an experience by the piano. I can't recall it after right now, but I know in that oh, room where the piano was, we yeah. did have some experience, uh, but mm-hmm. I can't recall what it was. We I had, stayed. Yeah. Go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. I was gonna say we in that that's that room. We mm-hmm. had amazing table tipping. That was probably. Um, I was at a table with the Browns. And uh, we made the whole railroad connection. We we had an amazing table tipping session in that room. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because hmm. in, in the table tipping that we did, we had uh, uh, more uh, personal messages for those at the uh, table come in rather oh. than for the house. Yeah. Hmm. So okay. we we had uh, they weren't house spirits. They were more uh, personal spirits. We I stayed house. in the they. What's that? We definitely had house. Yeah. Stuff. Right. Yeah. But uh, I stayed in the stables and and uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, but we also had a pretty good contact in the stables too, if I remember during the investigation uh, mm-hmm. phase of this weekend. Uh, where Leslie connected to a, some guy there. I can't recall the details, unfortunately, uh, But which is a surprise. Huh? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, total, total surprise. But I, I totally remember that she connected to some gentleman. She actually uh, gave a description of him and, and so forth. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that's an excellent place, Ex- excellent place. Excellent, and a lot of it's a nice end to stay with. It. Even if you're not into the paranormal, it's a, a very pleasant, uh, and it has a nice vibe to it. Uh, the grounds are outstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just a, a great place. So but I did I did post uh, the album since I can't find it for some strange reason uh, on the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. So if anybody's interested, I just posted my pictures from the weekend of the inn and, and kind of some of the stuff we were doing in the grounds and the rooms and things. So check it out. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, John, in in Patty, if she's there, is, yeah, she's uh, she just came back. is there any stories about the grounds themselves, have you had any stories or any experiences on the grounds? I mean, over the years that, you know, when we've had people come, you know, we were told that they thought that um, somebody had drowned in the river on the property, you know, because the river's right out back. <gasps> we um, had that, too. We had that on a table tipping. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Um you know, I don't know. I mean, someone once said that they thought they got a feeling that someone was buried out there, but I mean, so 
we don't know for sure. Um, we know the, the families are buried up in the uh, Park Street. Cemetery. Cemetery right up the street. About a half a yeah. mile down the road. So we yeah, know, we were there. <laughs> yeah. And we know people have gotten some pretty good EVPs there, too. And and did her uh, uh, cemetery scavenger hunt there? I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and we uh-huh. were looking the whole time because I know that I, I think it was the night before you'd gotten the whole thing about a child had drowned. Mm. Ron, I think that was what it was. And oh, yeah. Searching child. and searching through the whole cemetery, not yeah, just we had a name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah like yeah. we. Googled and uh, oh yeah, we just couldn't find it. Hmm. But we did have an awesome cemetery scavenger hunt. That was that was fun because <laughs> there's a cemetery right down the street, within walking distance, and uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It was a little chilly, but uh, ah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, that's not what the participants said. It, 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 was, it, it was a little, it, a little drizzly. Yeah, wasn't that April you were there? I think uh, it was in April. Something like that. Yeah, I, th- I believe yeah. it's so. I, I remember yeah. because the, the heat was out. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, that's right, yeah. yeah. I felt Someone so bad. was upset you about guys, that. You guys had to call in the uh, 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 the guy, the oil guy in the, in the up from that weekend. Yes. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that, guys? I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, the heat, the heat was out, so we had built the fire in the fireplace trying to keep a little oh. bit of warm. Uh, you had a guy came in. There was something with a pump or something. Fair I forget enough. what it was. But, oh. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you've That's, only been the one time, correct, I think? I believe so. I think Leslie's been a couple times, but I've only been once for sure. And that was a unique experience in itself. That's why I, I, I've always wanted to go back, but I've never had the opportunity to <coughs> Uh, do it again. So, anyways, who knows? We'll see what happens in, the, in this new new year. Oh, in this new world, I know, and I'd love to go back there. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> love to have you back. Oh, mm. great! So, you've done other investigating. One of the places I know you investigated was uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Yes, with uh, with Jeremy. Yep. And oh, uh, love that. Love that you place. caught. Didn't you catch a, a, a great EVP in, in the uh, kit, the lighthouse keeper's house? Um, I can't recall the lighthouse keeper's house, mm-hmm. but I got an EVP. I personally got an EVP in the fort. It sounded okay. like a gunshot. It, and it, was, it sounded like a gunshot, and it, it was, there was no sound at the time. I didn't right, hear right. it. Mm-hmm. In other words, it wasn't fireworks because there was nothing going off. But right. on the EVP, it was sound like a gunshot. Yeah, yeah that was actually true. one of our favorite places to investigate. Because, um, of course, John is a, a lighthouse. Kind of a lighthouse nut. <laughs> really? Yeah, I no, like going around right. to all the lighthouses, and I photograph them. And I love the fact that we got to investigate Portsmouth Light. Not so much for the paranormal, but for the history. And I got to go up into the tower and walk around the outside. That was, that was great. Yeah, I've done about a dozen lighthouses investigated, and, and they've been a blast. Uh, everyone, I, I just love love going there. And I love going there at night, especially because it's just such a great feeling. Uh, 
mm-hmm. all the different ones. But uh, <laughs> well, the wrong way. <laughs> And 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 the do you remember? Um, you know, I swore that you guys were the the ones that got the Mary Mary. Uh, oh, uh, we did get that. And now, now, yep, I forgot completely. Sue Allen. I forgot that completely. Yes. It was Sue Allen um, who was the lead uh, investigator for Sauhegan. She got that on her EVP. Yep. And that was, uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, they were in the lighthouse keeper's house, and they were just talking and stuff, and then all of a sudden uh, you hear this voice, and it, it's it's strange. It sounds either like a woman in distress. It almost sounds like a cat at a time, and, and it says, Mary, yeah. Mary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the interesting part about it is something that we found out. Uh, one of the members of the board uh, did more research on it. The, the, one of the lighthouse keepers that stayed at that house had a Dara by the name of Mary. And uh, oh. the the woman, the lighthouse keeper, her mom died there. So um. it's interesting that, you know, perhaps that was her distressed voice, um, you know, upon her death when her daughter wasn't there. Hmm. Wow, maybe. That's yeah, but it was. It, we used that. Actually, we used that uh, in our tours when we do our tours. Unfortunately, this year oh, is cool. oh, wow. not going to be anything. <laughs> no. But uh, we were planning. Uh, one of the the things I was hoping to do was was have a. Uh, uh, well, uh, I was going to call a professional night, but a ghost hunter night where you could bring your team in, and we would but either three or four teams. We had to work out the logistics at the time before everything fell apart. But uh, they would come in and do an investigation because it's extremely hard to investigate now that if the property is, is on the, the Coast Guard base. And yeah. uh, after 9-11, things have changed quite a bit, and mm. it's actually gotten worse now. So, mm-hmm. um, wow. and, and, and also somebody was uh, injured at the fort. Uh, quite oh, seriously, oh. quite seriously. So, uh, oh, that's no. into, yeah, a brick fell on the head. Ow! Oh, a bunch of, bunch of bricks, happened? actually. What's that? Someone, how did they get hurt? Uh, a piece hey. of the fort fell on her head. Oh, it got to hurt. Not good. I know. Oh, it really hurt. Um, when, when, yeah, we, she, when we were there with um, Sauhegan Paranormal and uh, Jeremy. Uh, one of the other young ladies that was investigating with us, <clears throat> when she was this is in the fort, she was going down some pathway, remember? Mm, yeah. And she caught an EVP that was like a growl. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. And when she played it back, it was really, it was really freaky. I, I love that stuff. Uh, Steve Parsons, of course, who's uh, quite a cynic and, well, not uh-huh. a cynic, but skeptical. Skeptic. And uh, um, he was there with me one year when we did a, a, an event there. And he went into the fort by himself. And he swears that he was walking into the fort and he heard right behind him, he heard somebody, and he thought it was me, calling his name Steve. Oh, Steve. Oh. Oh. And uh, he looked, and of course, there was nobody there. Ah, yeah. So that's it's a, it's a cool place, and and I love to investigate it. Um, have you done any other lighthouse investigations? I have not. No, we haven't been to any other lighthouses. 
to investigate. To investigate. Uh, Are there some of it open to investigate? Yes. Uh, well, they were. I know that uh, Rose Island, I also Ann knows that because she's gone there too. Uh, Rhode Island, uh, Rose Island Lighthouse in uh, Rhode Island. Is it Rhode Island, Ann? Newport. Is it? Yeah. Newport. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Newport. Is, oh. Yeah, you could actually stay there, and they were quite open to investigations for quite a while. Unfortunately, the guy that directed it was there that was open to the investigation part of it. Um, no longer there, so I'm not sure ah, what the status, is, oh, status okay. is now for it. But that was one place you could go. Uh, and, uh, huh. So I'm, I'm just looking at my pictures going through the pictures of the end. Yep. And I'm looking at, so the front staircase, uh, which is actually, so the street side of the house, which I would assume is the official front uh, door. Yep. When you go up the stairs, there's a huge mirror right mm -hmm. at the top of the stairs. Is that, is yes. that, do you still have that there? Oh, yeah. Yep. So, do people ever do like scrying, or has anyone ever seen anything in that mirror? Yeah, we've had people that have felt that there was something there, and um, that they feel it's a portal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we've had people think that it's evil, but then we've had other people that say that no, it's not evil. Um, so. <laughs> I think it's a mirror. I think it's a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it is an awesome mirror. I mean, uh, just to describe this mirror, it's easily, what, uh, seven feet tall? Uh, something uh, like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, because we redid that, that hallway there. We stripped the wallpaper off, and it took three of us to move it. Oh, wow. yeah, it's humongous. And I, yeah, I, anchor to the I wall. Just, <laughs> I, I took a picture of it because it's so striking and it's so, I'm like, I think the first time that I saw it, I'm like, oh, there's got to be people mm. sitting in front of this and doing mirror scrying. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, it, that's, that's what it call. I think it kind of calls you to do that, you know. Uh, oh. We did not do it when we were there. I wish we had. Hmm. That would be hmm. interesting. We've never done that. Yeah, mm. Another thing you can do. I remember yeah. you telling me though uh, about the stairs that, that that you thought something was hidden in the in the stair rails themselves or something. Do you remember that? In the newel post, we were told yeah. that um, we would now we, we don't know how true it is, but we were told that a lot of the people who were members of the Masons, which both of the prominent owners were would hide money in the house. Oh. But we haven't found anything yet. Oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a historical society that just formed last year in Tilton. Yes. And they've actually come on the property the other day. We allowed them to with uh, metal detectors. Oh, see if they could find cool. anything. And they didn't really find anything uh, earth-shattering. They found some coins. They found a uh, frame from an old car mirror that was probably from a Model T. It looked like that type of mirror. Oh, wow. Uh, they found it. Uh, what was kind of cool, but it was in poorly poor shape, was an 1837 cent 
a, it's called a matron head scent, but oh, it was wow. in rough shape. Oh, wow. And then this, they did find that, well, there was a well on the property. Uh, but not from the Brown house. But not from our house, from another house that was on the, it was adjacent to the property. Um, but it, it's been, it's been gone. We don't know how long it's been gone, but the stones, still there. But the stones are still there from the foundation. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, we do it. We have a, a, a historical site, and this gentleman uh, who had just moved up from Massachusetts a few years ago, uh, really active in his Mass- in the Massachusetts Historical Society. I can't remember what town he's from. Formed this one, and he's very into research, and he's really dug into the little town of Tilton. And there's a lot there. It's quite a place. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Do they, do they have a, a uh, building there? Um, the historical society itself? Yes. No, not you know. We don't really have a building yet. Um, you tell them where they meet. They meet. They meet in the uh, Tilton Mansion, uh, Charles Tilton's original house. It's now part of the Tilton School. Uh huh. They used to be. They used to be part of. Uh, they used to meet there until this whole virus thing. But uh, right. it's a beautiful ornate mansion. But now it's it's part of it's a library with like a, a conference room and uh, still got some of the detail work. But I don't know if that has got any activity. But I'd be interested to find out. Yeah, I mean that's it's the whole town is. And I remember <laughs> we when we were there, there was also uh, a. Dining, dining place in town. Uh, in fact, we, we went for the dinner. Remember when we went for the dinner? Yes. The Tilton Inn. Tilton Inn. The Hilton Inn. Yeah. I, when I was there, I talked to uh, some of the the people, and they said that that place is haunted. That some of the rooms oh, uh, have stories. Ah. Um, that was one of the first um, places. We investigated when we joined Salhegan. Oh, I wasn't and, aware of that. Oh. Yeah, and, and we've investigated a few times. And first when the um, the woman that owned it, before she sold it, there was a little girl. You've heard the story that she died in a fire there, Laura. Well, why don't She's you a, tell it for our, it was, for our, our listeners? Um, in, in 1875, there was a fire at, at the Tilton Inn. I, I don't think it was called the Tilton Inn at the time. It was, it's been several things, a rooming house, uh, a bar, uh, now it's an inn. Um, and she still haunts the inn, and she's very active. Mm-hmm. And one of the first EVPs, uh, a class, like a perfect EVP we got, one of our team members was in one of the rooms and said, um, Laura, are you here? And as clear as anything, it said, yes, I'm here, which is, like, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and people have actually seen her in, mm. like, uh, in a, they've seen, like, a, a, a girl in a dress. And one of the, um, the previous owner, Joanna, had a guest that was staying with them, and she come out of the shower and there was a little girl in her room. Well, she really got indignant, and she went down and found the owner and said, why are you letting kids run around in my... Ah. I got a kid in my room. 
And she goes, no, there's no children here. <laughs> I don't think she stayed the rest of the, the stay. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting place. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. Now, have you heard that um, if a place, if, like, activity increases, it's because they're doing major renovations? Have you heard that? That's one of the theories, yeah. All the time. Because yeah. I feel that this was a couple of years ago when we started feeling the, the vibration and the shaking in our room, we actually had started doing re renovating a lot of the guest rooms at the end. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe it's that way of letting you know they were either were, were happy or weren't happy. <laughs> you have to figure yeah. out which one. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, have you ever had things disappear at the end? Um... I haven't. I don't know. Have you? Um, no, I don't. My son, actually, <clears throat> in the carriage house, we have four apartments that we rent long-term rentals. Right. And we do have, we, oh, we've had tenants, uh, two of our tenants, one including my son, he's on the first floor. The other tenant is on the second floor. And they've mm -hmm. both experienced things. Now, my son, in his apartment, um, he's experienced stuff. And we've been told that um, from people that there's um, an entity over there um, that isn't very nice. And oh. I don't know, did you oh. ever, did you, you probably never met her. She was one of our tenants and she passed away a couple of years ago. But in her apartment, which is a separate, different apartment, her dog bowl, the water bowl went missing. Yeah. And then oh. it just reappeared like a few weeks later. Huh, so, that's interesting. Yeah. So I haven't had anything like that happen in the inn as far as being one place and then being somewhere else or showing up. Um, yeah. But I know yeah. the people in the carriage house have experienced stuff. And there is activity oh. in there. Now, I, yeah, it is. I, I stayed in the the, uh, the uh, stables. I guess it, that's the stables, right? Yeah, you were in one of the suites, right? Yeah, one of the yeah. There was two suites. Yeah, had, yeah that's right? right over the stable. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't have any experiences there. But like I said, in the stable proper, we did have. Uh, Things and unfortunately, we're we're wrapping up the show right now. We're down to the last minute, so uh, we want to thank you guys very much. We've been talking to Patty and John from the Black Swan Inn, and uh, once again, where can uh, people find out more about the Black Swan Inn? Uh, we can go to our website at uh, blackswaninn.net. Okay, thank you very much, guys. Today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the course, the gallant, messier family law group. So if you want to get rid of that guy, you've been stuck with him for six <laughs> weeks now, and you can't stand him anymore, go see him. Yeah, right I'm off. So uh, 15 <laughs> High Street in uh, North Andover, Massachusetts. Oh. I don't know if this is a proper one they should be given uh, <laughs> hope they don't listen to the uh, show uh, anyways thank you guys and thank uh, you so much yep okay, good night you're welcome. stay safe good night okay, thank care. you bye-bye bye
From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.